Hello, friends, and welcome to the 19th edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound of the Loons. We're here to give you 15 minutes on your 15 roster slots for MLS Fantasy. We'll talk a bit about what happened last week, a bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and get into some overall strategy talk where we can. My name is Steve McPherson, and I am joined on the phone by Jimmy Watson, who beat me this past week and thus decided he didn't have to come to the office anymore. What That's you- exactly why, and you know what? I feel good about that decision. Um, I feel like... It was kind of my walk-off moment after the Friday that uh, I had. I thought it was deemed necessary that I didn't even need to come to the office this week. Yeah, after the Friday you had, you figured that's it. I'm 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 sailing well past 100 points, right? How the rest of the how the rest of the week go for you? It wasn't quite as good as your week <laughs> the other week when you were first overall, but um, we were we were flirting with the, the top of the table there, and we were very excited about it um, over here. And then uh, then it quickly went downhill from there. Um, it wouldn't have been nearly as good of a story. So uh, it's, uh, if I were to stay at the top, it would have been like, that's boring. Yeah. So of course it had to crash and uh, crash and burn for the rest of the weekend as the weekend wore on. The, the tragedy really only means something when there's a real, you really feel the, the excitement initially. I mean, the, the, if you want the narrative arc, you can't just sail through the weekend. You got to have, you got to have a crash, but let's start with, let's start with the fantasy booms. Who was, uh, y- y- you hit everybody right off the bat. I think that, that it just, you, you, you picked a bunch of the right people. So tell me about that. It, uh, it was on better on, uh, on Friday personally. I mean, it was, uh, the, it was the trio of Hara, um, Diamande, Vaco. Everybody was, it was, it was going, uh, swimmingly. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, it was, a great setup, a lot of last minute, uh, panic decisions that, that changed. Um, so I don't want to say that I've made those great decisions you know, early in the week. It was very much a last second, um, plug in place and it struck gold. So I should have just gone and bought a lottery ticket on Friday night with the way <laughs> things were going because, uh, luck was striking. So it, it was, it was, it was good. We were, we were sitting pretty at the end of Friday night. And for myself, I thought, hey, look, this is great. We didn't even have to um, reach into our captaincy yet. We still had that to go. So surely it was only going to go up from there, right, Steve? Right, right. No, no, it didn't. No. Sad, sad. And what about you? Your your booms, let everybody know your booms for the week because I know you're... My, You're dying to let the people know. I, you know, I didn't really have any anything huge this week. I, I captain Puzuelo. Speaking of good captain decisions, um, and he had 13 points, so that got me 26, which is, which ain't bad. I mean, you know, I, I think that I, like I started disastrously, which which maybe I'll I'll just transition into that, and then we can talk about it. Bounced back all right for me. I got 12 out of uh, uh, Ron. I got 10 out of Ladero. Um, but let me tell you, I'll transition to my bus and then you can talk about your bus because man, I, uh, I started really badly. Uh, I had Nani in, Nani didn't play. Uh, I, my, a go-to $4 million player who doesn't play Clement Bayiha did play. Uh, Zlatan had one point. He was on my bench, so that was okay. Uh, I wanted to get into Portland's, uh, defense against Colorado f- thinking I, this was a good choice. So I took Cascante and he had negative two. <laughs> Uh, Gaetan flubbed a penalty kick. Uh, so we ended up with three points. Uh, despite all that, somehow I came in 12th in our league this week and I won my head to head. So, uh, I, I bounced back from that, but I was watching that happen. Uh, and I was like, well, I've cho- chosen all the wrong things. So, um, so how did, how did your week go, go pear shaped after that good beginning? My pear shape in the form of, 
Um, the fact that I, as well as you, had slots on, but instead I put him in my starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, well, we've got the, the surefire uh, combination of the Chicago Fire. See what I did there? Yes. Taking on FU Cincinnati at home. So, of course, they're going to get a shutout, right? So let's right. go Cronholm and goal. Let's go Francisco Calvo yep. in the back. Let's yep. double dip on this shutout. Let's keep this, uh, this, this surefire shutout happening. That lasted for about 29 seconds before Alan Cruz decided to score the first time of the game. So that was disappointing. Um, that shutout went quickly. And then the biggest bust of them all, life got in the way Friday night. Work got in the way, or Saturday night, excuse me. And, and work got in the way Saturday night in the sense of for the hour time span in which a lineup comes out and then the kickoff for the Portland Timbers match, I did not get a chance to check the lineup. Mm. I was doing the broadcast duties for Minnesota United. No problem. Should have been fine. I was asked by somebody within the office to do a, a player meet and greet. Uh, Chase Gasper, who, by the way, I do have on my team. He got me eight points, but then he also cost me a lot more points because he was late for his meet and greet. I, see. I had to stand up in front of the crowd, entertain them for about 10 minutes, which was the biggest bust of the week, and wait for Chase to get there, do the meet and greet. By the time we ended, it was 10.01 Central Time. They knew the lineups were locked, and I got to check and see my captain, Brian Fernandez, sitting firmly on the bench. So while Chase Gasper won me eight points, he also cost me a lot more points with my captaincy. So <laughs> there's really, none too pleased. There's really levels to this when you work in MLS like this. It's not just, oh, I picked this guy over this guy, and I, I got screwed. It's like literally – I, I, my job talking to a player who got me points, cost me points on the other end. So this Chase Gasper, give it Chase Gasper, take it I'm, is how this weekend played out. So, sounds about right. Let's talk about next week because double game week madness has returned. Let's run down the teams that have double game weeks, Atlanta, DC, Portland, FC, Cincinnati, new England, Vancouver, Orlando, Houston, Toronto, New York, Chicago, Columbus, I've been everywhere, man. It's a Johnny Cash song. Uh, it, every team, I think, is playing two games this week, just about. Um, I'm going to say I, I'm kind of liking New England options right now. Um, at home against Vancouver, who just got dunked on 3-0 by SKC. And then they're away at FC Cincinnati, who I don't really trust, even with that 2-1 win over Chicago. So I like Carlos Heel this week. Get into that defense with uh, with uh, Farrell, or is it Farrell? I don't know. Yeah, Andrew Farrell. Yep. I wasn't sure if he was like Perry well, Farrell, Farrell or, or, or like Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction or Farrell. But, uh, <laughs> I, but I, I really like that. I mean, it's been a while since I've been excited to say, like, play some New England players. But uh, I'm kind of interested in Boo as well. Is that how you pronounce his name? Or is it Bow? Boo. Yeah, uh, Bo, I think. Yeah. I, I, so what I've done is I've, I've kind of gone the same way with you in that route. And I've got him uh, in the lineup. But let's say he doesn't play. Steel Bunbury is. Uh, 7.8 million. Bo's coming in at 9.5, so uh, you'll be able to uh, sub those out if you're paying attention to the lineup, and it should be, sure. you know, Teal Boundbury, four goals in the last couple of games. So I'm with you. I've got him penciled in right now, but I'm going to be checking the, the, the lineup to come out and maybe can do something similar to what you're thinking. We're on the same page, I think, with that one, Steve. I mean, Bo is at, at 9.5 with, you know, sort of the rep he's got with New England Ascendant. Uh, at this moment in time, it just seems like one of those opportunities. Like, again, I love, I love guys like Gaetan and Pozuelo, these guys who come in and just like make an instant impact. Suddenly they're up 
like $2 million in, in a couple of weeks, basically. Uh, so I, I like it. And like you're saying, Bunbury is looking very good as well. So if the lineup comes out and he's in and, and Bo is just traveling with the team, slot him right in. So uh, I definitely like those options. Anything, anything jumping out to you right now? Uh, any, any other good ideas that you've had? Yeah, I'm with you. I, you know, Jaleel Anibaba is another option too. If you mm-hmm. like, uh, Farrell or Anibaba, I don't have a problem with that as well. Part or pairing them with one of those as well. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to reach back into the well here and go back for the, uh, the Chicago double dip that I had last week as well. I'm going to put, I'm going to have Cronholm and I'm going to have Calvo as well. But the beauty of this week is you've got Wednesday night games that are part of a double, double game week. And you also have Thursday night games that are part of a double game week as well. So you've got the Portland Timbers at home against Orlando city. That's a very long trip for Orlando city to make. Uh, they've had a very convoluted schedule. They've been making a deep run into the open cup as well. So a lot of miles, a lot of legs, and then Orlando has to fly all the way back home for a game on Sunday against the Red Bulls. So I don't really like any Orlando players in that sense, but I do like the fact that Portland is at home. Then you've got um, the last match of the week. You've got uh, Timbers versus Sounders. I mean, that's a, that's a big matchup at Seattle this week. So, you know, I, I, I like that fact. I wouldn't call you absolutely crazy if somehow you found a way to sneak Spencer Ritchie onto your, you know, as your, your keeper rule, mm-hmm. 4.8 million um, at home against DC United. They've got back-to-back wins for the first time, but then they're also at home again versus the new England revolution. Now we're just talking about the revolution playing against Cincinnati, how great that is. I don't know. That game could very easily be a zero, zero draw. Um, it could be a game in which Cincinnati, Packs in, looks to counter. They're playing with house money, right? This season's kind of a waste for them. Yeah. But they're playing at Nipper Stadium twice this week. Can they reel off a shutout in one of those games? Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. inconceivable. Yeah. Yeah, I think Cincinnati is, I mean, they've, they've sort of been a punching bag recently, but obviously those two wins in a row are good. They've gotten back some pieces like Waston, and uh, and I think they're, they look they look okay, you know. Um, they're, they don't look like the worst team in the league anymore after these last couple of weeks. So I don't think it's necessarily a slam dunk uh, to pick against Cincinnati, although, again, you know, it is they are playing twice, so there are some opportunities there. I think that, um, I think Houston is in a lot of ways, a lot of ways more vulnerable um, because they're just not winning away and they've got two away games, I believe if I'm not in, yes. in, incorrect. So you got to look at Toronto. I think we're, you know, one of the, one of the teams playing Houston, um, Altador and Pozuelo back in business. Uh, you know, that's a great, that's a great connection to have right there. Uh, I like both those guys this week. I like Quentin Westberg, even as a, as a, as a, as a keeper with two favorable home matchups, although he's kind of expensive and I want to get into Toronto with Pozuelo and Altador, possibly a defender like Aro. Um, so I think I might go with, I might go with Guzan on the bench. I know you've been burned before with Guzan. Um, but again, like as you were saying with these double game weeks, it, having games on Wednesday and Thursday, it opens up the possibility of putting Guzan on the bench, see how he does in the, fir- the week's first game. And then if he doesn't, like right now, I've got Steve Clark from Portland in the starting spot. So, you know, uh, we'll just see how Guzan does. If he if he does well, then I can I can pull Clark and redistribute those funds. Absolutely. I think, that's, I think that's a great game plan. I think with Atlanta having two home games this week, Guzan certainly partnering with maybe Michael Parker's with Breck Shea. Um, the news coming out, the reports that he may have torn his ACL. You know, Michael Parker's seemed that he was the guy that came in for Breck Shea. Mm-hmm. You know, do they find a way to get him on the field? Because um, he's significantly less than both Miles Robinson and Gonzalez Perez. So 
you know, do you do you get do you find a way to get Guzan, Parkhurst, and Joseph Martinez on the field? Because I think Joseph yeah. Martinez this week, he he screams out to me two home matches uh, as yeah. a guy that certainly you've got to find a way to get into your lineup as well. But I love that I love the outdoor Pozuelo shout as well. This is a week I think you go heavy, heavy on the 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 front loading of it. And you look to just try to complement it with some smart pieces on the back end that are cost effective, like Michael Parker's, like Anibaba, like Farrell, those types of players. Yeah. And if you wanted to sneak a, a Washington in there, I wouldn't hate that either. Yeah, the this is time for the the, the fantasy mullet, the, the the business in the back and the party in the front, the reverse mullet. So absolutely, um, I love that one. Yeah, so I I do like some of the guys. Like I like Miles Robinson again for Atlanta. He's not exactly cheap. He's six point four. He's not super expensive though. I like uh, Schweinsteiger actually on the bench. We were talking about Chicago a little bit. Uh, earlier before he's only 5.8, which seems cheap for him. I mean, I know the thing is, is that he's, you know, he's playing as a center back, but um, Chicago, I'm very loath to trust Chicago because of not ever winning on the road so far this, this season. But, you know, Columbus is a wreck right now. They're at home against Columbus and then against Philly as, as good as Philly looks in the standings. They have not been great recently. They're three, three and four with a negative four goal differential in their last 10 games. So they're kind of struggling, you know, try to get one of those defenders like Schweinsteiger. If you just get a clean sheet, like you said, against one of those teams, uh, that that's huge. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that even if you wanted to sneak CJ Stepong in up front, if you wanted yeah. to go heavy with, um, you know, an outdoor Martinez, you wanted to find Carlos Hill in there. And then you wanted to get uh, TJ Stepong in there for a cost-effective goal scorer mm-hmm. at home against the crew. And then, you know, can you steal one against the former employer of the Philadelphia Union? Never underestimate how important playing against the, uh, a former team is. For somebody, I, uh, I I think he might be a this week. Yeah, there's. Uh, I was trying to look over and see if there's anybody else I really like. I like um, Chris Mueller uh, for Orlando just as a value play. He's six point four. He's been having a good run of form, so his value is likely to go up. Um, regardless of how they do, um, you know, they're playing at home against, against Red Bulls, um, which I don't hate Diego Valeri, I think is going to be big this week playing against Orlando, like you said, in that matchup. And then, you know, big game players come out for big games and it doesn't get a lot bigger than, than Seattle versus Portland. So Valeri is definitely one of my, I I'm trying to squeeze him in there any way I can. I'd love to get Martinez in there. Two home games for him is terrific. I don't know. I, I'm going to have to do some, I'm going to do some serious soul searching and juggling here to see if I can get him in there. Yeah, and I think that's why you look to save on the back end and, and party up front, like you said. So, uh, yeah, I think that there's uh, this is going to be a fun week. I think this week is going to be a high-scoring week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hopefully I don't jinx it, but uh, I think that this could be a week in which there could be some big scores. And so, make sure you uh, you try to get in while the getting's good. And, and the captain thinks it's going to be, I think, what separates people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you've jinxed it by now with with that. But in any case, the sand in the quarter hourglass has run out, and we have come to the end, my friends. For Minnesota United and the cellular Jamie Watson, I'm Steve McPherson. And remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams. Make your dreams come true.